Welcome to Utopia. My name is Aisha, and I strongly believe that as long as there is a world you want, you should be able to make it happen. Today, I'm going to be talking about the beauty in the mundane. Oxford Languages Dictionary describes mundane as lacking of interest or excitement. Something that is dull. But I would like to go with the second description which is that mundane is of this earthly world rather than a heavenly or spiritual one. It is added that according to the Shinto doctrine, spirits of the dead can act upon the mundane world. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but as a lifelong learner, I always research further into the things that I stumble on. Not necessarily because the knowledge will be useful, but just to feed my own curiosity. In searching for the classroom meaning of mundane, I stumbled on the Shinto traditions by the Japanese. In Japan, many follow Shinto traditions. Shinto beliefs encourage people to keep themselves clean, cheerful, and in harmony with nature. Using this example, I imagine that it sounds like a beautiful thing. Being clean, cheerful, and in harmony with nature, it sounds so simple. But in a world that is constantly pushing us to swim against the tide in our everyday lives, simple becomes complex. In 2020, we faced the COVID-19 pandemic. We were locked down, literally. I know I don't need to tell anybody that, but the world changed as we knew it. We saw a time that people created, and I mean created so many amazing things. Some wrote books, created apps, wrote mind-blowing poetry, made amazing discoveries, the use of technologies has skyrocketed. Even the animals and Mother Nature took time to breathe and enjoy the world as it once was. Some worked on their health and fitness, built bodies that could only be a dream in the past. And there was the exact opposite. We had people who fell apart. Higher levels of domestic and gender-based violence, divorce, anxiety, depression was at an all-time high due to COVID fatigue, amongst so many other not-so-positive things. I'm not sure what side of scale you fall on, but for me, I bloomed, and it had to do a lot with the basics. I was happy to be alive, happy to take time away from the routine, habits, and madness. I got to know myself a lot better, enjoyed family time, exercised, and went for walks, cleared my head without expectations of a future. I was able to just be. And this is when the idea of selective perception came to play. I'll tell you a bit about selective perception. The theory holds that we filter stimuli, both consciously and subconsciously, as we perceive stimuli. To break that down, I'll use a description by Dan Portes, a coach with Management Resource Group, that says, Selective perception is the process by which individuals perceive what they want to hear in a message, while ignoring opposing viewpoints. It is a broad term to identify the behavior all people exhibit as we all tend to see things based on our personal frame of reference. Using selective perception, people tend to overlook or forget information that contradicts their beliefs or expectations. Dan says there are two types of selective perception. Perceptual vigilance refers to people noticing stimuli such as advertising or news reports that are significant to them. For example, someone considering buying a certain brand of car 
is more likely to notice ads about the car than someone who's neutral to the brand. In contrast, perceptual defense refers to people creating a barrier to screen out stimuli that that they find threatening or unpleasant. For example, a smoker might filter out a photo of a diseased lung. Taking it back to my lockdown state of mind, I remember saying to myself that I had taken so much of my world for granted. I had not enjoyed the beauty in the mundane, the little things that could bring excessive joy. I know for coffee drinkers, just the smell of coffee in the morning awakens their spirit. But guess what happens on the days that they don't get to have their coffee? (laughs) So when I speak about joy, I think about those days and those things that I could do without, but that I notice and brings a smile to my face. On the first day back at school after lockdown, and this is well after I had made a conscious choice to look out for beautiful things around me. From the sunrise to sunsets, random pops of color, the feeling of soft fabric on my skin. My head almost melting down into a soft pillow after a warm shower in the evenings. I could go on and on. (laughs) I remember driving my children to school in the morning and noticing something I never did in the past. The women who cleaned the streets in Abuja, Nigeria. I remember them in the past thinking, well, this really would feel like slavery. Using local brooms to sweep the streets when we could have machines doing that. But they always seemed so happy. They would stop in between or at the end of the work, laugh and sing, shake hands, gather in a corner to eat okba, a traditional Nigerian food made of flour from bambara nuts, or kose doduya, which is fried golden bean cakes or fritter and fried yam. This time around, as I was driving past them, it almost felt like something had dramatically lifted the dust from the ground and the light from the morning sun pierced through the trees, creating a silhouette of the women that suddenly became art in my eyes. I could see the gratitude they had for finish up, finishing up the day's work, the beauty in the friendship, the fact that they had a job unlike the millions of others around them struggling to find one. They were happy. And that made me happy too. Now I stop from time to time to catch up with them and support in ways that I can. But it took me seeing the world differently to appreciate the beauty that I missed every day. And before I digress any further, I want to ask you, Do you think there are things you miss out on a daily? Do you get carried away with situations like running late, for example, and allow that to mess up your perception of things and or the people around you? Let me be cliche and ask, do you stop to smell the roses? (laughs) Or in our case, kunu, tea or coffee, because gosh, roses are so hard to find in these parts. But I'm sure you understand the metaphor. Well, if you don't, I want you to know that the power is in your hands to be like Shinto or like me. There is beauty in the mundane and do not let your selective perception push you towards the side of unhappiness and frustration. I'm here to remind you that we can build a world that we want by becoming self-aware and bringing beauty to the forefront of our consciousness. I want to be that voice that reminds you of your utopia. What is that perfect world and how can you make it happen for yourself? Now look around you. It has always been there to begin with. What is your utopia? Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to having a guest on my next episode.